Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and I'm in the midst of doing something really spectacular. In the midst of interviewing 500 humans on their credibility. These are powerful people talking about who they are, what they do, how they relate to the world, who they serve, and it is absolutely worth listening to. You're going to get a really great point of view of who they are. You're going to get ideas and aha moments and how you can present yourself better. I've taken three of those interviews, or six to ten minutes each, taking three of those, combine them to be this episode of Mitchell Review Presents Aha Moments. Uh, please enjoy. If you like it, click on the like button and subscribe to our channel. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet of who they are, what they do, essentially their credibility. Today's guest is Marcia Dasko, who is one of the world's leading business strategists and catalyst for leadership and organizational transformation. She's also an inspiring keynote speaker, C-suite advisor for transformation, and MBA professor. Marsha, welcome. Thank you very much. Great to be on your program today. I'm happy to have you here. Tell me, what is your CPOP? What is your customer point of pain? Crisis. When someone has a crisis and many times they're not even aware of it. Yeah, that's kind of interesting to figure out when they're in a crisis and they don't know about it. Tell me a little bit more. What do you do? Okay, so um, people come to my to me generally by referral, and they either are struggling. Sometimes they don't know it. They just feel that they're frustrated. They're bugged. Um, they've been trying to solve problems sometimes for years or decades. I've even had company presidents say, "Wow, I've been trying to fix these problems for thirty years." And um, you come in, take a look, and come up with ideas. So the, the focus is helping them see what through a new lens that they haven't seen through before. And that way, they, we could, together then can solve their, beyond solve their problems, think differently, and like Dr. Russell Acoff would say, dissolve problems. Got it. So you're brought in sometimes when they know there's an issue, sometimes when they feel there's an issue, or sometimes when they don't even know. Yes. Sometimes they don't even realize for sure they don't, they don't know how to improve or save their company. Sometimes organizations are pretty close to bankruptcy when I get called in. Sometimes they're on the slippery slope downwards for when I look at the data going backwards, it's like, this has been happening for a few years, but they didn't realize it. Didn't really look at the information, the data that they had. And so there are two types of organizations and leaders that I can help one 
those who have a crisis but are open to learning, and then others come and ask for help because they're actually doing pretty well, but they want to do even exponentially better. And that's fun too. Nice. So what gives you the credibility to do what you do? I have been very fortunate in my career because my first career was, well, teaching seventh graders. That's always a good um, foundation to take on anything. Um, But then I went into corporate communications and marketing for a, a decade. And then I started working for a consulting firm owned by Dr. Perry Gluckman who was a great friend of Dr. W. Edwards Deming. And between the two of them, they became two of my strong, um, my best mentors. They saw the leadership potential deep inside of me. I know it was deep because I was excruciatingly shy when I met them. And they just pulled it out of me and helped me learn about Dr. Deming's philosophy of management and Dr. Russell Acoff and many Peter Senge, many other great systems thinkers. And that is when I think I really began my learning journey. And I have found and helped others find the great joy in learning and working and improving together. Mm. That is one of the most disruptive things that I think can happen in a person's life and it is pivotal. Oh, always, always. If you stay where you are and you're static, it's a, not as much fun. And by the way, the world will go by. So, so how do you share that credibility? How do people get to see you? Well, the, well, the, the clients somehow find me, whether it's via LinkedIn or whatever, but, um, I have written a a new book. It's called Pivot, Disrupt, Transform. And so that is, there are details about that on my website. So m-go.com. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and so forth as far as the book goes. But there are also on my website uh, free research papers, newsletters, and I write a weekly uh, leadership Q&A column, and people can write in their questions about their struggles about leading, and I try to help them and answer those questions. So uh, if people can spell that last name, Dashko, D-A-S-Z in Zebra K-O, that's the challenge, they can find me and I do the you know podcasts. I love interviews, so these this is very much fun for me. And uh, especially in, next year, I want to be out more and more speaking at conferences, speaking um, in corporations, and so forth to share the messages that are in the book. Also, that will help leaders um, lead their organizations. Um, go through their personal transformations, solve hard problems, et cetera. And, and, and I'm, I'm also excited that we're in a leadership book, a collaborative anthology leadership book together. So that's very exciting. Yes. So if you're, if you're watching this and you either recognize there's a crisis there or life has been 
too stable for too long and you're not doing as much as you can and you realize there's something there or if if you're sitting on the board and your your c-suite your staff is just not they're missing something uh, you may want to reach out to Marsha Dasko. Marsha, how best can people reach out to you? They can go to my website and get my information to email me or call me. Um, again, Marsha Dasko. And if they Google or go to Amazon and put in the book title, my name and information is there. And I welcome phone calls or emails to really, really help people. Um, because we have a lot of transformation to do, whether it's um, in our, our families, our communities, our, our workplace, our, um, our society right now. We need transformation. We need to pivot. We need to dis- disrupt in a good way um, many systems that aren't working for us anymore. I love it. Uh, Marsha, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us. Thank you. Hey guys, for those that have been watching, please click the like button, share with your friends, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Thought for Your Life. Bye now. Bye. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet about who they are and what they do, essentially their credibility and today's guest is Randall England, who is the owner of England Project Management Consultancy. He's a project management educator for executives, managers, and teams. Randall, welcome. Thank you, Mitchell. It's great to be here and talking with you. Oh, it's great. I loved our green room conversation. Nice talking with you as well. So what is the your CPOP, your customer point of pain? I find that project managers around the world just don't get the support they need to get their projects done. Their environments are toxic and upper managers support don't understand what they should be doing. It's a huge, huge issue. I, I remember projects at the beginning of my career getting lucky enough to have good support so I knew what worked. And then when I hit one that didn't work, I knew where I needed to step in. And, and so it's a, a huge, huge problem. Tell me a little bit more. What do you do? How do you, how do you help? I write books. I post articles on uh, social media and I do seminars and talks uh, actually around the world. I think. Uh, oh, no. In, in this particular case, how do you help your, how do you, what do you do as a business? How do you go into companies and service? What is, what is the job that you do to help companies solve this problem? Well, the first thing is certainly to get their attention to say, are you getting the success that you want from your projects? And what problems are you having? So I really have to ask questions first because I don't want to go in doing a sales pitch without understanding what problems they have. And typically their problems are probably pretty universal. I've heard it said that, you know, you go in and what's your problem? And, you know, you can tell them yours is very unique. And then you go out and give the pitch because it's very similar to many, the same problems everybody else has. So when, so you've identified that there are problems, what do you, what do you, is you're going in as a consultant, helping companies figure out how to, how to put management support in place? What is it that you do? Well, a lot of it, uh, I think the prime audience is project managers themselves because they're the ones who are interested enough to want to get better. And then if I could work through them to get to the upper managers, 
So a lot of times it really starts with teaching project managers how to negotiate, how to be a salesperson, how to influence and, and use influence skills and make them successful. And the best thing I can do is help them be successful. And then their bosses say, gosh, you're getting more success than my other people. What are you doing? And, and then they can open the door to kind of say, can I go train more of the people? Or I also will say, can I train the executive staff first? Because if we train the project managers, but the executives don't support them, it's almost a waste of time because those project managers are going to be in that pain point. They're going to be struggling. Got it. I, I like it. Okay, so now let's go to what, how do you have the credibility to do what you do? Well, I uh, have always been probably a project manager at heart ever since I was a youngster. And I found when I was doing maintenance activities that it wasn't my thing. But when I was doing projects, man, I'm, I'm in my element. That's, you know, I have the aptitude for it. So I did projects when I was at General Electric in the field and did the largest installation they did. It's very successful. And then when I worked at Hewlett Packard as an internal consultant, was able to work on projects there and became an internal consultant for project managers across the company. And so since I left HP a few years ago and been on my own as an independent, I've worked with people around the world and been able to hear their pain, hear their struggles, and uh, even when I was at HP, I had hosted a lot of customers to come to a good company to find out what HP did. And I would find out what their stories were. I could hear their pain and be able to say, wow, not everybody is in that predicament. You know, we've had a good practice field. I was very fortunate in my years at HP to be able to work in a good company, see it is possible. And then I also worked with a uh, culture anthropologist writing our first book on creating environments for successful projects. Robert Graham is, is trained to observe these strange behavior tribes. And so when we apply that to organizations, it, it really opened my eyes to say, observe what's going on. And, and I found that I, I love working with people because then I can say, yeah, there are some ways that you can work through it. Here's some, here's some ideas. Here's some advice. I'm not going smart. to tell them what to do yep. because smart. they're smart people, but I can give them some examples and, and inspire them hopefully to be able to say it is possible to, to work in a better environment and get consistent, sustainable results. I got it. That makes sense. And I, I like it. So what is the, how do you share your credibility? How do you get your brand out in, in today's world? Well, social media is obviously a big thing these days and being able to do Seminars through the Project Management Institute is probably one of the biggest areas. A lot of people go to chapter meetings, they go to conferences, they sign up for Seminars World. I'll be in Las Vegas in a couple of weeks to do a, a seminar there. Uh, we have a sellout crowd of over 40 people, and it's going to be just exciting. And I work with a, a colleague from Spain, Afonso Bucero, and we we able to bounce off each other, get uh, Get them having fun at the same time they're learning, getting a lot of examples. We create an experience for them that they can go away inspired. So by doing the seminars, doing the talks at, at in organizations or conferences, through the books, through articles online, that's and of course, and even when I was neighboring with another colleague, how do you get out? It's really going to be word of mouth, and. 
get satisfied people who have really learned a lot and have read some of the papers and called me up. Can you come and help do this at our company? Sure. Love to. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think having, having an awareness sponsor like PMI that gives you both credibility and awareness is always really, really powerful. So if you're a project manager and you're not being as successful as you need to be, and part of it is simply you don't have, you haven't figured out how to get executive support of what you're doing, reaching out to Randall England would be a good way to go. Randall, how best can people reach out to you? Well, certainly my webpage is a great place to do it. You can see a lot of, I give samples of my work, some of the templates and uh, purchase the books, read the books. Uh, Even if your sponsor isn't uh, supporting it, get the book on project sponsorship, read it yourself and then say, here boss, why don't you read this and let's talk about it. And, and, you know, I think a lot of people are, are at this plateau. They're at a point where they've had some success in their career but they feel like it's gotten to be a rut. How do they get past that? And that's where I think it's going to be the people skills that are going to make the difference. You've got the technical professional background. You need to actually add the people skills. Maybe they've been latent or somewhere in the background of your brain or or never been stimulated. And that's what I think it makes it more complete, more successful. And I think being able to be curious about that and reach out and ask questions and find out what other people are doing. I'm glad to help. And and you can go to uh, englandpmc.com to reach out to your website. And Randall, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today. Well, thank you. It's really a delight to, to talk with you as well. Oh, and you guys, thanks for joining this episode. If you like what you heard, click the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet about who they are, what they do, essentially their credibility. And today's guest is Susan Fowler, who is a thought leader and expert on the science of motivation. She's a keynote speaker and an author. She is on a mission to help individuals master their own motivation, achieve their goals, and flourish as they succeed. Susan, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you're on the show. Could you, could you tell me, what is your CPOP? What is your customer point of pain? Managers who are frustrated trying to, quote, unquote, manage their motivating, um, trying to manage the motivation of their people. I know. There's too many M words in there. <laughs> so not only is it managers have a hard time figuring out how to motivate their people, it's also the people who are who are in there trying to be and feel motivated. Uh, exactly. Tell us more about what you do. Well, what I like to do is try to um, help people understand that everything we've thought about motivation has been in the dark ages, and so w- the reason that managers have this point of pain around motivation is because they're trying to motivate people, and they can't. But the problem is, is that individuals don't even understand their own motivation. So what I'm hoping to do is to translate this really compelling science of motivation that's taken about 40 to 60 years to get into mainstream understanding. And I've been studying it for over 25 years. And I'm just now, I hope, I think, I believe, given um, my work, gotten to the other side of complexity so that we can actually teach motivation as a skill. 
for managers on how to create a motivating environment and individuals on how to shift their motivation so they can achieve their goals or start or stop um, a habit or live their life dream that they've always thought they'd love to do if only they had the motivation to do it. I'm just going to say, looking at the library behind you, looking at the credible person who I'm talking with, having the green room conversation and the research I've done with you, you're not just hoping to do it. You are doing it and you're doing it well. Thank you for saying that. Um, This has been um, just the privilege of my life. I literally have traveled around the world Uh, This past year, I, for example, did seven countries in 25 days, Um, then came home, uh, repacked and went to Russia. I've been to Russia five times. Um, My book's been translated, my first book into 14 languages. The new book is already being translated. So it's it's a privilege. Yeah, that's beautiful. So so you mentioned a little bit about it, but tell me, how do you have credibility to do what you do? Well, 25 years ago, I stopped eating meat. I have always been a big meat eater, but I saw a documentary and I said, wow, I'm going to stop eating meat. And it was one of the easiest, I said 25 years ago, it was like 40 years ago, it's one of the easiest things to do that I've ever done. And I went, how did I do that? And so I started studying motivation and about 25 years ago, found uh, a body of work, um, thousands of academic and um, medical research around the world and became very involved in that research community. So for 25 years have really been a part of, of the, the science of motivation and understanding it. So um, I'm a professor at the university of San Diego. I take an academic approach. Uh, so I'm not really a motivational speaker. I am a speaker who speaks on the science of motivation and how you can use it. I got it. And and so let's do that next thing. How do people get to see you, learn you? How do you share your credibility with the world? Oh, my gosh. Um, how don't I? Um, I think that anyone who's in this business understands that, um, you know, you do keynoting. You do, uh, I do consulting work. Uh, for example, I'll go into organizations and work with the C-level people to help them understand motivation and how they can uh, influence systems, processes, procedures. I work with managers on how do you change from the Skinnerian rewards, carrots and sticks, and actually take advantage of the new science. And I work with individuals um, through my books, through um, my website, where there's a survey that you can actually take to understand your own motivation. So through books, social media, websites, speaking, consulting, (laughs) You know, um, academic journal articles, uh, just all kinds of articles. So I, I'll be honest with you, Mitch, I, I try to do it all because I feel so passionately that this is a topic and where I've been able, what I've been able to create, I've seen it change people's lives. And so it's kind of 24 seven for me doing whatever I can do whenever I can do it. I, uh, I hear you. And, and I'm just going to say that at some point in time, we, we actually have a couple of experts who have been on who talk about how to work on the business versus in the business. <laughs> and then, uh, and I'll, I'll introduce some of them to you as well. But I <laughs> love your passion and your desire and your interest in doing what you do and how you go about doing it. And if you're watching this and you say to yourself, 
hey, listen, I've got a team of people or you're running a company and their teams or you're running HR and their teams of people who the management team is not doing as good of a job as possible of motivating their people for success. Or, you know, this is true for anybody. This is true for parents. This is true for anyone who, uh, school kids, huh? I've got a, I've got a kid in college, right? So it, it, if you need the motivation and you're, you're not getting everything you need, it's worthwhile to spend time, reach out to Susan Fowler and learn a little bit more. Susan, what is the best way for people to reach out to you? www.susanfowler.com. My website um, is the center hub for everything and they'll find videos and blogs and articles and webinars and podcasts. And also, as I mentioned, the what's your MO, what's your motivational outlook survey. Beautiful. It's free. I, I like it. I, you'll have to remind me if I don't take it in the next week, remind me because I'm not motivated. I do need a little bit of that motivation. I'm happy to do that. And thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today. Thank you. I, it's an honor. And thank you for anybody who really cares about motivation and finding out more. That sounds great. And if you're watching this episode, you like what you hear, please click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought of Your Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. This is Mitchell Levy, the AHA guy from AHA That. To learn more about Thought of Your Life, go to thoughtleaderlife.com. And to learn more about creating and sharing your aha moments, go to ahavat.com slash author, where you can also find a link to book a strategy call. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.